Larcher and Lawrence in 105. Wow. Thanks for listening. Show's done live every Thursday night at 6 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Blog Talk, guys. We also would like to thank you listening on iTunes and on Stitcher. Uh, the iTunes app, it's pretty simple on your Apple phone. Maybe perhaps you just got your new uh, iPhone 6 Plus. I don't know. You might have. You can put you can put the, that one there. Stitcher works on your iPhone as well. And then uh, you can also uh, take a peek. Take a peek at Hot Stitcher. That's where you can find us as well. At Larcher Lawrence on Twitter. There's no and in between it there. But it is there. I don't feel like rocking. At Larcher Lawrence. Al, are you not hearing any? I, very little. Can very, you hear the music? Very low. How's that? Maybe a smidge better? Well, you probably don't want to hear this part anyway. Uh, this was Phil Emery at the beginning of training camp. Okay. Really excited to see how our players and coaches continue their relationships that they built. Here in OTAs. You know, we have 43 new players on this roster that were not signed contracts in any shape or form last fall. Those are 43 new players. So those relationships and relationships to obtaining uh, our team goals are very important. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how it comes together. I've seen a lot of progress. There's your word, out. in some outstanding veteran coaches that have had great influence on our players. Just want to see what the continuation looks like. You know what? He says that they're, they're getting together. They're figuring it out. There's a great relationship in the locker room there. 43 new players getting together. Mm-hmm. Having just a fantastic time. Anyway, I'm done with it. We're going to do fantasy football. At Tom T is going to be here. At Tom T FF Guru. Right. On Twitter, do we get that right? I think so. That that sounds about right. And yeah, I mean, he he, I could have had the million dollars this week in uh, DraftKings with a player he mentioned was actually on the winning DraftKings team and a key element because he was the cheapest player. Oh yeah, he was on the bottom of the barrel as far as cost. I think he was three thousand dollars, which is the cheapest you could get for a wide receiver, and uh, he put up something like twenty, thirty points. Jordan Matthews, which. Um, was a difference maker because if you spend that money on him and not getting bums you don't need for extra, like uh, this Elshon Jeffrey spending oh, uh, $6,000, $6,900 on that guy. You dropped, 16, you dropped $6,900 on Elshon Jeffrey. Well, you would expect him to have 100 yards and a, a touchdown against the of Packers. Of course, we're talking about DraftKings here. We're not pitching for him or anything. We just, uh, we've just we been partaking in it a little bit, Al, more than I have. And uh, Tom T., he's got it for you. Uh, you worked out a good uh, A.J. Green thing for me. Actually, I didn't listen to him. Yeah, I didn't listen I, either. I played him, <laughs> and what happened? Boom. Boom. He uh, Three points from, from A.J. Green that night. Cleveland's defense made up made it up for me, though. It was something else. Well, I feel like I got a strong team this week, and I'll go over it with him. Uh, so last week, my shrink told me the best the best thing I could do is not medication. It's not pills. It's not vitamin D or sunlight. It's uh, just become a Packers fan. 
Wow. Yeah, you said that. You remember that? Yeah. So, so you were really you're ecstatic. So last week, I mean, I was like, all right, well, let's let's see what happens here, and uh, I I couldn't go with through with it. I mean, I still I still was rooting for the Bears, but uh, okay. Thankfully, I did a lot of drugs that day. Yeah. So it helped. And uh, I really uh, I it was it, it was fine. I was I was uh, it was in fantasy land. And uh, none of it was really that real to me. And uh, I, I just, all I could do was laugh at how bumbling, stupid, how pathetic, how amateur, immature, yeah. um, how inaccurate, uh, what, what kind of game plan this is. I got to just uh, enjoy all of that without getting angry once. Now, I'm not on how any drugs today, so now it's, it's okay. a whole, now the okay. real emotions are seeping in because this team is an embarrassment, Clark. Well, I I like to see a little life in you here, Al. So I'm all right with your your new regimen. Well, they should they should fire everybody. Okay, oh. they should get rid of the Chicago Fire. That's how bad this thing is. They should get rid of the soccer team and just fire everyone on that staff. Fire everybody on the Wolves. Fire everybody on uh, every team because the Bears are that damn bad. Ooh. Wow, he is fired up, Mike. Coming in, coming through my eardrum. As a matter of fact, Clark, you're fired. Okay. Next week it's just going to be the Larcher Show. Oh, all right. All right, I'm not coming next week. I'm, All right, I'll be, no. here for, I'll be here for another 57 minutes tonight. Yeah, well, 55. I can't. Uh, it's the middle of the season. I can't get rid of you tonight. So, uh, you know, i got to wait till the end of the season to the get rid of you. the end of the regular you. season here. I see how it is. I see how it is. Where, where did this whole thing? It's just it's gone. Off the rails. Every, every bit of it. You know, they fooled me. Uh, these guys, and they had, they had Trestman, and they obviously had Emery fooled because Emery shelled out some money. You got yourself, you got yourself Jay Cutler. I don't blame Emery. fooled. I really don't blame Emery. No, he, he, it, it was, uh, yeah. Everything I he saw, I saw. I mean, I like the Mark Trestman hire. I mean, I you like the Mark Trestman yeah, hire. It I seemed did. like we got a smart offensive mind who was going to go ahead and, and bring offense to the Bears. And what we saw from numbers last year, he did just that. We were a high-scoring, potent offense. You got a new phone? Yeah. What do you got over there? What is this? Oh, it's an iPhone 6 Plus. Oh, now you're one of those guys, huh? What, what do you mean? You're, you're making all the wheels and deals, and now all of a sudden your phone is four times larger than everyone else's. Making what wheels and deals? I see what's going on here. You I'm get not... married, you get a big phone. Yeah, it's just a phone. Uh, it, it's a... Uh... It works well. well. Let me tell you something, pal. My i5 is just fine with its tiny screen. I'm jumping into the iPhone podcast app right now, Al, and it's very easy to find and sort your free podcasts. Now, let me talk about podcasts for a minute. Make sure you're telling your friends. Well, and there you are. There's the Ross report. There's right the Ross there. the report. Yep. I got the Bears coaches show, the Bears all-access show, and they all show up right there on it. That's good. I have, the exact same, uh, I have the exact same thing. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> on my probably, tiny iPhone, let me show you. I, well, let me see. I can't. Oh, that's I can't see it from here. Well, it is Can a little smaller than yours. Lauren, do you have the binoculars? All right. In there? The, see, the exact same lineup, pretty much. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I mean, I, I got our show on there. I didn't see our show on yours. I could tell by the colors. That iPhone five is just tiny. It is. Uh, it's the worst phone I've ever owned. It is big, um, and it's. Uh, I'm still trying to find a pocket. For yeah, don't put it in your back I pocket. I might need to get a satchel or something. You got to be like me. Start wearing like vests. I think you should get a good tactical vest with a nice yeah. phone size that you know they're supposed to carry yep. bombs in. But yep. you know a phone works. I uh, I picked up a movie last night and watched it. Watched some of it on it, and I mean, HD boom. What's it, wrong with your TV? It's beautiful, huh? What's wrong with your TV? Uh, it, it was all right. I, I was going to bed actually. Do you have a TV? Do you have a bedroom in the TV? Do you yes. have a TV yeah. in the bedroom? No, we have a bedroom in there. 
And uh, Lauren, Lauren was asleep though, so I threw in the earphones. Oh, you're being considerate. The thing was, this thing's so big, it's brighter than the regular TV in there. It was right. lighting up the whole. How is the power? Does it drain power like a MFR? No, not not like mine has been since I upgraded to the eight. You got the new the new OS? I have no idea. Maybe I don't know. It tells me to do things. I don't listen. Siri, we we argue. It's not a healthy relationship. So I bought into Cutler. Everybody said it. It's his character. It's this and that back there. He's obviously not the biggest problem, but there are. we are talking about locker room stuff, Al, and a ton about it. Brandon Marshall, you had me fooled, too. Did you see what he's doing today? Yeah, he's fighting a fan. Fighting a fan. 25 grand? Yeah. 25 grand. Well, yeah. What would it take for you to step in a ring with Brandon Marshall? 25 grand. 25 grand. Yeah, if he wants to put that money up, I'll step in the ring with him. You I will what? show him some business, my friend. Uh, Brandon Marshall out there, if anybody could contact him and let him know that I would do it for 20 grand. So I would. I'll, 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 I'll take it for 20. I would make sure we get a nice venue. You know, line this up on, uh, on uh, we'll wait till the season's over. Okay. You know, I don't want any distractions because this guy's all about not being distracted. But all oh, he does yeah. is uh, add distraction. Right. Flies, flies for his. Uh, I would, I would get, a, I would get a nice arena. I'd get a, a wrestling ring. I'd have uh, Cliff. I'd have Cole Miller train me. Oh yeah. I'd, I'd get up there. I, I'd cut some promos for YouTube. We'd get everybody ready. I'd get my team of uh, medical staff all ready, and I'd wear a fucking beautiful Packer robe. You know, I'd wear the green and gold, and I would saunter on down to the ring. And I would take off my robe, spin around a couple times, have him come up. I would shove him. He would shove me back. I would fall down, collect my $25,000 and leave. You win. You got me. Boom. Yeah, there it is. Wait, it, right away, it, it'd be a shove, a shove, boom, it's done. It, that shove is going to knock me out. I'm, I'm just going to fall, fall down, take the 10 count, and go home. Take my payday. I have no shame in that because I am a bandwagoner, and I am right there – you know, I'm helping. I was over at Wrigley the other day helping scrub bad off the walls. Thanks for I was doing, doing it. it. Yeah, I was helping last out. Last week you were scrubbing the loss right off of that joint. And you, and you got it. I appreciate These, you there for it. Here's the deal, Clark. Al, if what, you tried hard, I, I would bet on Brandon Marshall, TKO, late in the first round of an MMA match. I'm taking him. You're going to take him. Yeah, late in the second round. You're going to last a round. There you go. You are? No, you are taking him on, and I got... I got my money's on Marshall. I mean, I have a lot of faith in you. I think you can get to the second round with. Me. I already told you I'm tanking it. Don't tank. So that's it. bad t- money right there. It's, you got it. You see, you're not listening to inside it's advice. It's a hypothetical, my friend. Here's the problem I have. Here's the problem we all have. Okay, you What's fire Tressman. Do you think Tressman should be fired? I was with everybody else and wondered if he was going to make it out of halftime after that. Okay, and it was up until that game. It was up until that game. And that day, yes, on top of it. Just like just like every other fan. I mean, historically we've we've in the last two games, we've given up 107 points. It is historically bad. Historically bad. I mean, the worst team in Bears history. What needs to happen for Mark Tressman to come back next season? I don't know. And I don't here's the deal. Okay, let's say you fire him. You still got Cutler. Is Cutler that big of the problem? Is he the problem? I don't think he's that big of the problem. It's just that's the most noticeable problem because he is such an asshole out there. We put our money in his basket back in this guy. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I don't mean to put words in your mouth, partner, but we put we put put our backing in this guy. We put stock in him. We talked about him, telling all the Cutler haters, "Hey, no, he's going to be fine. He has all the talent in the world, and now he has this coach." I was fired up. I'm ready to go. Sure, giving him the chances. 
I believed in it. Sure, he's not getting it done. He's keeping on being that asshole that he is, and with everything else going so wrong around, it's just not working out. The defense, terrible. I mean, you have to say the defense is worse than Cutler right now. Right. And the special teams is worse than Cutler and the offense. There's no doubt about it. And our window is now. The way we signed players, the way we made an aggressive push, we got the two receivers – you know, we still need a speed guy. We we have no speed, which is what is destroying our offense. Marquez Wilson. The idea is that he's coming back. He's he's not also not a speed guy. He's, he's another not, he's, tall, yeah, lengthy he's receiver. Tall. He's taller than the other guys. Who's the speed guy? We don't have that. Devin Hester. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, he's over there in Atlanta. You know, hit or miss. But the big the big story right now, the big theory, the big want, your happy ending to all this would be. We lose out most of the season. You know, draft comes back here. You know, that that troublemaker quarterback. Um, Jay Cutler. No, no, no. In the draft. The, the, uh, oh, Winston. Winston, who just keeps hurting himself off the field. But on the field, he's a leader. He's incredible. And every scout's in love with him. Maybe you get a shot at him. Or maybe you get a middle linebacker, because we don't have one. Yeah. Maybe you get an outside linebacker, because we don't have yeah. one. Briggs has quit. He's yeah. done. He doesn't wa- even want to be here anymore. So you'll, you'll be able to make a move there. And then the Dream Cubs-like scenario is, well, San Francisco has made it clear they want to get rid of Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is going to be a free agent next year. Yep. Here's a guy who nobody likes. Everybody hates Jim Harbaugh. He's a prick. Class A asshole. Okay, he's but, your guy who's great as a college coach. He brought a he brought a program back. Nobody questions his coaching ability. Right. Everybody says he's a good coach. How does he control an NFL locker room? Better. He, I mean, he's going to have some discipline. He's going to shut guys up. He's going to sit guys down, and he's going to be a leader. Okay. He's. I'm saying he's having the issues out in San Francisco, and that's why he's well. His he's issues gone. in San Francisco is with management. Okay. And it trickled down to the players, and he did lose the locker room, but that's right. more stem, stemming from management. The, but then do you still trust Phil Emery, or do you want a total overhaul, and you want a new football operations manager right. who's going to bring right. in a, a coach who's going to have complete freedom? Because, uh, listen, Harbaugh's not going to put up with bullshit. He's not going to come right. here for bullshit. Right. You know, he's going to want some sort of control. He's, I don't think he's a front office guy. I don't think he cares that much about it. He wants to control football. Yeah, which I'm fine with. You know what? I if if the end result of this season is we we end the Tressman experiment, and I I you know what I everybody knows as a, a Madden Hall of Fame co- uh, coach. Everybody, okay, we all. I just re- retired in my 30 year Madden career. I'm getting eleven every day Super Bowls every day. I get tweets about this eleven eleven Super eleven Super Bowl rings. I don't have enough. Fingers, okay. I mean, for is, my rings. Are you like? Are you able to virtually live for two hundred seasons or? What's thirty years is the limit. Thirty years. They retire you after thirty. I decided to leave my organization a couple years before because uh, I wanted to win it with two two teams, and that didn't happen. I went to the Rams. We didn't quite get there. Okay. But I won eleven Super Bowls. Okay. Went in the Hall of Fame. Retired. It took me 10 years and a lot of mistakes to get my first Super Bowl. You know what? I, I forgot to mention. I got a special call the other day, and I only have this one little bit part from somebody who's pretty he, – he knows what he's talking about. He's a color analyst on NBC, and here's what he had to say about your Madden coaching career. Wow. I just – that's just wow. Yeah. Chris Collins, exactly. he's impressed as well. No, he knows. Way to go, Al. He knows, and if you, if you got We're Gruden prodding. on the phone, he would uh, he would tell you how wonderful I am, too. Here's, but, oh, go ahead. But 
what I'm saying is it takes failures to learn. These are guys who've never had this job before. You know, can can they weather this storm? And maybe they learn something from this. Maybe they realize. Maybe Tressman goes, hey, this hippy-dippy approach is not good enough to be in the NFL. Let me get tough. Just like Coughlin had to learn how not to be tough. Okay? Yeah. You know what? I mean, there's different coaches with different skill sets. I mean, you got Dave Wanstatt basically saying this team blows. Dave Wanstatt's Dave on the Wanstatt. radio saying this team is terrible. Which, by the way, he moved back to Chicago, and he's just all over the damn place. Yeah, I love that guy. Just everywhere. He did Thank an, God. He did an entire morning show with, with Mully last week. Oh, really? He was on the whole hour. He, uh, it was Mully and Wani. I, I would have loved to hear that. I want to hear that. Yeah. I love him as a radio host, hate him as a coach. My one thought with the Jamie Swinston mm-hmm. uh, thing is that uh, do you believe wouldn't you think that uh, especially since the big personalities right now that they did sign and they took a chance and albeit it wasn't as big of a chance as signing like a uh uh, uh Alonzo Spellman uh, one of those guys yeah. maybe it wasn't quite that but I don't know if the McCaskies would take a chance anymore especially after giving a chance recently to a couple others on the Chicago Bears so well, I got invited to a free I game. I just wonder. All right. And uh, DraftKings. 10,000 in the first place. Do you think that the McCaskies would take a chance on Jamie Swinston right now? Yes. After after yes. this right now, if what is happening with if, the team is not working out, and they are taking chances. Okay, if you fire Tressman, okay, and you bring in a Jim Harbaugh, and Jim Harbaugh says, hey, Mama McCaskey, it's time to whip out some of that sugar money, and uh, let's go ahead, and we're going to get Winston. We're going to take a risk here, and we're going to win championships. Wake up, old lady. You know, slap a little uh, livelihood into the late woman. She's 102 she's, years old. She's not 102. She's, she's uh, 102. Is she? Yeah. She's in her 90s. Yeah, she's an old woman. Yeah, she, football family through and through. It's in their blood. They just aren't the best at running the team. I was recently hearing about uh, the kid. Was it Mac? George? Uh, uh, George's kid. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Papa Bear's kid. Virginia's brother. Okay. He passed away before... Before Papa Bear did. Yeah. But he was all ready to hand it over. I believe it's Mac in 79. And, and in 79, he passed away, actually. Mm. So, and that's why the team is, went on to Virginia and, and the McCaskey family. Yeah. But this Mac guy, what would have been? What could have been? 79. I'm pretty sure that the, that ended up creating a pretty good year. And I know it's, it's cliche to blame the owners of the team. They're not really the problem here. They went out. I mean, they went out and they got a guy. They, I mean, the issue maybe Emery was the wrong guy. That that's a mistake they would have made. And maybe it's time to just kind of cut ties with because it's not a money issue. It's not the McCaskies aren't cheap anymore. That's that the old Dicka, you know, throwing uh, uh, nickels around like sore covers. I mean, that's over. Right. But maybe they're making bad decisions. I don't. I don't know. I don't have an answer. That's why it's so damn frustrating. There's no answer. To fix this team right now, and forget no Dominican Sue. I mean, everybody keeps every idiot keeps saying we're going to get him next year. He is going to be the highest paid defensive lineman. He's going to out wager JJ Watts. And I think we can all agree the Bears need to spend money. Yes. they need to spread that out. A they little need better. to spread the wealth a little bit. Yeah, you're not in a position to pay for a high profile defensive lineman. No, you got your money. Everything. You got your money already spent in Brandon Marshall. You got your money already spent in Jay Cutler. Talk about all the money that we've already put into the defensive line. I mean, they put in a decent penny this this offseason. And this Jared Allen is is just bad, okay? You know what? He used to be he used to be scary, but he's not scary anymore. Now he's just helping veterans, which I think is a, a good deal. By the way, I saw uh, our friend Eric went and he did a tour of Soldier Field today. 
And I want to know because it was it was Veterans Day this week. Okay. And this is what I would ask the damn tour guide, and I'm sure you love questions. I, I like thought this. Uh, Nick was out there too. Uh, another one of the guys. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I would have said, you know what, Veterans Day was this week. Okay, it was a nice day for the veterans. Everybody loves the veterans. Illinois is the worst state for veteran benefits. We are hot garbage when it comes to taking care of our veterans. We're miserable at it. It's pathetic. It's one of the many, 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 many failures the state of Illinois has. Besides their piece-of-shit football team, they're also piece-of-shits when it comes to handling veterans. And then you go ahead and you have these bears, this garbage embarrassment to a damn city, a great city, a city of wind, a city of big shoulders, a city that really cares. You got a place called Soldier's Field. Soldier Field. Yeah, Soldier's Field. You got it there. It's a memorial to what? At Soldier Field. What is your tour guide? Uh, to the soldiers of the United States Army, the men and women of our armed forces. And let me ask you, Clark, how good is that field? It's terrible. It's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment to the NFL. So not only do you have a state that's so damn miserable to its veterans, you have a place where you're saying this is a sacred ground for veterans. This place is hallowed ground. Yeah. And what do you have? You have a piece of shit field that an offense can't play on, and it's an embarrassment to the NFL. This whole thing should just be blown up. Al, I agree, my friend. And if they're going to put in the George Lucas Museum just south of that, I hope they have ray guns. They're going to land the Millennium Falcon just south of Soldier Field. Why in the hell can't they get some new field turf on the damn field? You have the technology to land the Millennium Falcon in the George Lucas Museum just south of Soldier Field? They're building a landing pad there for that. And I hope to God... Right on Nick's field, I bet, huh? I hope to God the Millennium Falcon thinks that Soldier's Field is an ugly uh, terrorist spaceship and and shoots it down. And then they have to rebuild. Chicago applauds you, Al Archer. Chicagoans applaud you everywhere. You know what? Because that—that's an embarrassment. If you're not going to take care of it, you don't deserve it. I think I. You forgot. know what? They should name it the. They should name it the ISIS field. We are the Larcher and Lawrence Sports Show, episode 105 that you're listening to right here. If you're on live at Blog Talk, give us a ring. We got it. We got our friend Tom Tees coming up here in about eight minutes. If you call in quickly, we can get to you now. Eight eight eight. 787-4827-888-787-4827. As always, Lauren is here to take your call. You can also text Al Larcher on the uh, Al Larcher text line. Did you see uh, Cutler making fun of the pot, sir? Hey, what was that text line, Al? Uh, 773-559-5189. Cutler's making fun of our... Well, there were some stories, and I saw it. Where yeah, Larcher Lawrence on Twitter. Please tweet us. I don't know if it's working. Basically, Cutler said, uh, you know, the, the, pun- the punter's the problem. He's a bum. And like I saw that story. Well, now NBC uh, Five is reporting uh, that that was just a satire article that people. I'm felt sure for. it was. There was the article a week ago that I had posted, and I didn't realize that there are people who don't know what the Onion is. Did you know this? I, I love onions. But the Onion, the, the newspaper, and there was the article about uh, Bears decide to fix Jay Cutler's problems by offering him more money on his contract. Yeah, more guaranteed money. It was it was a phenomenal headline, and it also makes me realize that that's all that people read generally are the headlines. There was a uh, shooting today in my mall. Hip? Harlem, yeah, the hip. Harlem Irving Park? Two people shot at the hip, man. I, I've been out there, man. I love I really the hip. Have. I was in uh, Crystal Lake today. Were you? I found gas, and I hate the gas stations that charge you yeah, a, a cash price and a card price. What is this shit? It was five cents difference. Two ninety nine wow. though out in the suburbs for gas. It's not bad. No. 
No, not, not at all. You drive in the city. Gas should be free at this point, though. What? Huh? You drive in the city. It doesn't matter what, what the price gas is. No, it's, you, you, you just pay it. It's just, yeah, you uh, just pay it. You don't fill up as much. Everybody outside of the city, they think it's a huge deal. But here, I, I don't even notice when I fill up. Yeah, it's, it's just, just it's, so... I throw $20, $30 in once a week. and Yeah. And then, this is the cost of living and deal with it. Yep, yeah. It's crazy. This city. This is just everything. The, the taxes, the football, you know, the cameras. You know, we live in a damn militant police state. Did you see, the, you know, a couple of years ago they said you could smoke dope? You remember that? They're like, hey, you know what? If you want to light up with smoke, we'll write you a ticket if we catch yeah. you. And then it turns out they haven't been writing tickets. They've been arresting people left and right. Yeah, what's that all about? Uh, you know, uh, who the hell knows? The police aren't listening to the politicians. The politicians aren't listening to the people. It's just a disaster. The coaching staff is failing. You know, this is what happens when the Bears team gets bad. Everything falls apart. You know, last week I was really surprised. You, you weren't celebrating the fact uh, that we have a new governor here in the state of Illinois. It's about time. Okay. Did you see the map? Huh? Did you see the map of all the counties? Blue and red? The blue and red oh, map? It was amazing. Oh, it's beautiful. I couldn't believe it. Thank God. Finally, we got but, a little salvation this in this world. made all of his signs blue. Like, he was running so uh, to all the, 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 the right-leaning Dems. It was unreal. There was your final voting. His wife is a Democrat. It's unbelievable. The only county that voted for this dope Quinn Cook county. was Cook County. And by the way, I think they only put up like it's usually like ninety percent. It was like sixty percent. The new governor and our mayor are they're cordial. Well, you they're have friends. To be. They're friends. They go back. Well, listen, this they're this, buddies. They hung out in the locker room. This it's criminal, called, this criminal Rahm Emanuel. You know, he helped perpetrate the biggest con on America by getting that Obama elected president. It's rumored. And now you guys, the the Democrats, are paying the price as the Republicans have swept the country. America has decided, wow, hope, hot garbage. The night, the night that Rahm Emanuel was at the Foo Fighters at that special show over at the Cubby Bear, very exclusive, very small show for that HBO TV show. It was big news in the music world, Al. Mm-hmm. Uh, that night, Bruce Rauner texted Rahm Emanuel. He was very jealous. He's See, like, how can I look as cool and hip as you? No, this is the he's problem. With, no, he's trying to get in. This is the problem with the Democrats, okay? What's the problem You go the see the Foo Fighters, you see Rahm Emanuel rocking it out there. Why wouldn't you You go there? see Garth Brooks, you yeah. see Governor Quinn in his googly eyes trying to give an award to the Garth, who just rejects it. No, Garth took it. He loved it. I was there with you. You can't just... T- People of the larger we, – we spread across a large listenership out there, and you can't be spreading this uh, this conservative propaganda. This is not – I'm not, not – there's no propaganda here. Propaganda. I have no agenda except to say the googly-eyed governor came out, and Garth Brooks is like, oh, hey, thanks, but the fans already gave me my award. I'm back. 888-787-4. And they tried pushing him off the stage, but the guy wouldn't leave. So Faith Hill – or what's the Garth's wife? It's not Faith Hill. It's uh, Tanya Tucker or uh, uh, Trisha Yearwood. Trisha Yearwood comes out, and you know it's, she's it's a June Carter Cash. She's a she's a, a solid woman, and she tackled Governor a Quinn. Solid woman, and they both dragged her off stage. A solid woman. She's a solid lady. I I would not cross her. She's all about that base, about that base, no treble. Wait, who? Trisha uh, Trisha Yearwood. No, the the that's like Nicki Minaj. Right? Mm, that's Megan Trainer. But I'm saying that. Uh, She's all about that bass. I'm not saying she sang the song. I'm saying she is the song. All right. All right. Um, 
Alex. Do you see Miley Cyrus is now hooking up with uh, Schwarzenegger's kid? Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's great. Oh, that could make for some fun stuff. I No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch that reality show, would you? Probably not. Well, it's better than the reality show known as the Bears. But at least we got the Blackhawks. The Bulls, you know, how about this Derrick Rose? Again, again, he just can't keep his mouth shut. Bottom of the hour? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, Derrick Rose, what's that all about, Al? He, well, he said he, he, he wants to, uh, he doesn't want to play. You know, he, you know, apparently now he's at 107%. Is that about right, Clark? You're, you're usually good on the percentage. The night before he said these words, Al, he had probably the best game of the last two years that he yeah. had. Looked, oh, my God. He's going to look good tonight. I mean, he, good. He, there are Derek Rose people out there. Yeah, I'm going to turn on the game. Listen, when the guy plays, he plays well. But the problem is when he doesn't play, it's just, you know, one stupid uh, comment after the other. This week he said uh, he's going to be in a board meeting in uh, 15, 20 years, and he doesn't want his knees hurting, so he, he can't play. Not, hey, listen, I want to save my knees for the playoffs. You know, we can all understand that. No, it's I, in, in 15, 20 years, in a hypothetical meeting, I don't want my knees hurting. Well, guess what? Hey, yeah. Huh? Yeah, he, he doesn't want to be at his, his kids' graduations in 15, 20 years, uh, because it's, I think it's going to take the kid a couple extra years. And uh, I'm not for attacking uh, players or kids or coaches' kids. I mean, that's going on with Tressman and um, the, the coaching staff, and that's wrong. But So, I, you know what, I retract that comment. But anyways, he, he brought the kid into the conversation. Never mind, I don't retract it. He brought the damn kid in the conversation. Well, it's going to be 15, 20 years from now before that kid graduates. He's worried about his damn knees. Meanwhile, Peyton Manning doesn't have a neck. Okay. They got rid of his neck. Right. They took his neck out medically. He went to Guam and had some Haitian doctor take his neck have you and, and an got ACL? rid of it. Have you torn an ACL? Have you had, have you had your knees go? Have you been injury prone for I a while? I weighed 400 pounds. You're you right. think I don't know about knees? I do, and you did something about it. You, you lost, you do no, you no longer weigh 400. Right, but I knew there was a cost for being that fat. I know. And he knows there's a cost from the sport that he's in. So he, one-third of the Bulls' payroll, he can't play a game because he's worried about his kids' graduation in 15, 20 years? Ridiculous! We've all known that Derrick Rose has never been good with the media. He's never been good He's dumb. He's bad. He's a horrible human being. here's what pisses me off. Is that that whole con- you always hear about Reggie and all of all of his uh, brothers and his his continuing his uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar that guy played zillions of minutes. Oh Jesus, he's healthy. Ugh. He's running marathons. But those guys around him, if they're gonna pr- try to protect him, they need to tr- protect him by getting him somebody professional who can be there with him and tell him what he needs to say. Because I I kid you not, I believe that he was coached. With a few of those things, he was into what to say, and it just came out wrong. It did because he it came out wrong because he's not a speaker. But I don't give a shit about what he says. I don't care what Derrick Rose says. I whatever he doesn't have point, the passion to be a champion. Prone. At this point, he's been injury prone. Don't, don't give me that. He shit. does not Do have. Not he is shit. not qualified to be a champion. Well, then I'll tell you what. Uh huh. If, if if that's the way most of the fan base feels, listen to me, Clark. Hopefully, he hears some of that information and he gets it. Clark, we took the same ride with Cutler. And I was right there with you. It's a, it's I was a right there with you. I was turning the radio up saying, hey, I, listen, this, this Cutler, year, we no, are going to the no, Super Bowl. No, this is different. This so you're going to win a world champion with Derrick Rose. You're going to win a championship. You know for a fact this is different. You really think you're going to win a championship with Derrick Rose? Huh? I, I believe they can. Okay. 
right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to guarantee a championship. Who, who would do that? You think his unless it's the Cubs with Theo. You think his uh, negativity has? You think it doesn't affect players around him? You got guys. You got this Joakim Noah who doesn't have any knees left. Okay, no knees. He's got no knees. His knees are gone. Bone on bone. Yeah, that's bone the word. That's the word okay. out of uh, the love center. All right, bone on bone. Okay, bone on bone. This guy, the the rest of the, his career, probably he's going to have a knee brace on. Okay, his knees are destroyed. That kid plays with so much damn heart. That kid plays with so much discipline. He goes out there. He gets the job done. Yeah. Do you and I, do we even have jobs where we're on our feet a lot? We don't even have jobs where we are on our feet a lot. And if I had a job that was on my feet that paid me, I would do it. Anybody that I know who's worked in a factory for a long time. I've worked in factories. For years upon years. Not years upon years. Their knees, everything kicks out, and they can barely even walk to make it to their kid's graduation. Yes. Let alone see their daughter walk down the aisle. Walk their daughter down the aisle. Do it, but they do it because they want to keep that house over their daughter's head. They They do do it because they believe in the American dream. They believe in Americana. They believe in the promised land that tomorrow is going to be a better day than today. But you show up for your work, you do your damn job, and you go home. And if they would have been smart enough, they would have they would have found a different way to make their living. Uh, Maybe they didn't have options. Would have helped them out. They didn't have options. Derrick Rose didn't have options either. He wasn't going to make this kind of money doing anything else in this world except playing basketball. And now he's sitting there, and he, he's babying his injuries. He's not committed to being a champion, and it's going to affect this team in the long term when he's one-third of your roster. It's not the kind of language or the verbiage you want from that position, from that player, from that commitment. Bulls made the commitment to him. City of Chicago loves him. you got guys like you who defend him no matter what he does, just like I was with Jay Cutler, just like you were with Jay Cutler. you got guys who won't accept the bad, and there is bad, and it's piling up. And if you don't want to see it, that's fine. You could be blind to it. You could be blind like, uh, what's his name, Jordy Nelson, who has the ability to disappear and then reappear and catch touchdown passes, okay? You could do they that. Like, they look like the, the third-string high school cornerbacks thrown in there trying to guard Jordy Nelson out there. What a, It was unbelievable. By the way, that was some uh, solid fantasy advice for me last week on Jordy Nelson. Nice job. I, thank you for throwing that Because there was out. no way we were going to stop Jordy Nelson. I, any idiot could have seen that. All right, man. Uh, I got some, some fun news here. Yeah, I'm just upset tonight. I've got, I've got some great news. Because I'm a man who can admit when I made a mistake. And last week I did, Al. You brought in a good friend of ours named Tom T. To talk about fantasy football. I did. And I didn't believe. Well, it's you know what? As a Dopey Cubs fan, you got that you got that aura around you where you just accept bad. And now you're doing it with Derrick Rose. Hopefully, you you see through it with your fantasy football, and you understand that this is a, you know this is a national treasure. This is a value. Right, you got to accept the value. Oh, I agree. So, uh, you can yell and scream at the TV like a goddamn psycho if he's not doing it. There he is, and he's coming on our show here tonight. Well, you know who I was Beautiful. thinking about, and I tweeted about this trick. I can't hear a damn thing. I hear light music. I feel like I'm in an elevator. Slow noise. And in fact, I got such fantasy stones. I started them on my team in week one over Mike Wallace. You get a new phone, and all of a sudden everything falls apart. I think uh, your head's been on that phone for too long. I can hear your eyeballs been burning with that phone. I can hear it just fine here, and I just wanted to. All right. I mean, it takes stones to sit a guy like AJ Green, but sometimes when you're clawing for a fancy title, that's exactly what you got to do. 
And that's him from last week, and he is on the line here tonight. I'm going I'm to try different headphones. That's all right. Tom T., I will uh, start this show right here. Can you hey. hear me, boys? Tom, there you are. I got you on, you prick. What's going on, brother? Oh, my man. Tell me you started Jordan Matthews. That was a pearl. You know what? I did not, and I was talking to my partner. Uh, he's asking if you uh, talked to Jordan Matthews. Jordan Matthews, if I had a conversation with him? Jordan Matthews, if, oh. you, uh, if you started it. I didn't. I, I made the fatal flaw of not listening, and uh, it cost me. It cost me big. I, I took a hard hit this week. Ooh, I tell you what. You know, we put up 25.8 fantasy points, and uh, I got to tell you, him and Sam Cheesy, they got some chemistry, boys. The word's getting out. You might want to add that prick. Yeah, I, I believe his cost did go up this week in uh, DraftKings. I'll pull it up right now and kind of see where he's at. But I know I'm he was sure he was $3,000 last week, which is bare minimum for a receiver. And uh, I don't think that's the case anymore. Um, Ooh, that's a nice value because I know uh, Lawrenson was saying he's got uh, Jeremy Macklin, you know, and that's the thing. Macklin's such a stud. There's so many offensive weapons. A guy like Jordan Matthews kind of go under the radar running those underneath slot routes, getting some chemistry with Sanchezy. It's uh, I like it going forward. No, it was a fantastic call, and especially with the new quarterback there. I mean, throwing throwing somebody new there, he's not necessarily going to have the same favorite receiver to go to either. I don't. It, it just it. Right, but it, you know, you got to. I was like surprised. I said last week. You get you got to have some stones once in a while, you know. You get caught up in the rankings and some star names, and I get it. It gets tough when you got to set the lineup. And everyone's saying, "Oh, this guy's better than this guy." It takes the stones of a champion, and sometimes you just got to pull the trigger. The funny thing is, I had a prick in my big money league that was listening to the podcast and actually did swoop him before I could get him. So it was kind of a double-edged sword for me. Yeah, that always hurts when uh, your own advice comes back to haunt you. You gave him advice. That was very kind of you. He's four thousand five hundred dollars this week. Um, which means I, I only have 4000 left to play with unless I downgrade at another position. Right now I'm looking at starting, and I'm not excited about this at all. Um, where the hell is he? I think Pierre Garçon. Uh, yeah. Do you really think Matthews is going to have another stellar 15-point-plus game? Well, the funny thing is, is you know, this Packers uh, defense, I was trying to gauge it, you know, because they're playing the Packers, and I'm trying to figure out, is the Bears' offense this goddamn horrendous, or is this Packers' defense with this ha-ha Clinton Dix and a couple of these new younger guys, are they starting to figure it out and they're kind of uh, molding? I mean, no, I don't think Jordan Matthews is going to score another 25 points for you, but uh, as far as fantasy value, it might not be a bad play. Right. But again, do you think again it would, in order to get rid of Pierre Garcon for Matthews, I'd have to downgrade probably Antonio Brown to say a Jordy Nelson. Yeah, yeah, Antonio Brown's having a great year, isn't he, fellas? Holy Christ, Pittsburgh Steelers, Ben Raplitzberger, that guy has just been. Holy Christ, the last couple of weeks, besides this Jets game, obviously. I got Le'Veon Bell in my big money league. That kind of hurt me. But, uh, 
yeah, I would go go with the hot hand, go with Sanchezy, forget those Packers cheesehead pricks, and roll with Jordan Matthews. All right. Why not? Hey, Lawrenson. Yeah, go ahead, sir. I thought about this for you last week because there's a guy that I really like going forward, and I know oh, you got A.J. Green. And yes. A.J. Green, A.J. Green in that big toe is a little bit concerning. Now, we all know the big toe is very important. I mean, you're stopping, you're cutting, he plays I'm on right. field turf. I hate that garbage. Worse than that, he's got that uh, ginger thrown in the ball. That guy's useless. Andy Dalton <laughs> has not looked good. So no. what I'm proposing, you trade him, and you trade him for one guy that I'm thinking of going forward. Oh, I love watching this guy play. And let me tell you something, gentlemen. I drafted this guy in the eighth round of my big money league, and I had to drop him when he hurt his groin, and I got into some bye week trouble. And my league rival picked him up, and every weekend he's texting me. He's a six foot five, two hundred thirty foot pound rookie specimen. You know who I'm getting at here? The Tampa Bay guy. That's right, baby, Mike Evans. I yeah. would try and get Mike Evans. A.J. Green for Mike Evans straight up, that guy will do it just because A.J. Green's got that star name. And I'll tell you what, I bet your bottom dollar Mike Evans is going to score more fantasy points going forward than A.J. Green. You might even get a two-for-one. You might even get, like, a number two running back or, you know, a guy that's kind of on the the fritz to, you know, Mike Evans and and another third for uh, A.J. Green. And I pulled the trigger on that, buddy. Hey, uh... Tom, I, I got to tell you, I, I don't want to pull a Tom T on this and have my guy who's listening to me right now that I'm going to offer up for it. I actually had offered up Billy for it, Al, in our yeah, league. I had offered him up uh, uh, the other receiver, like the the third receiver from their team. I had offered him him the week I got Bradshaw yeah. for Mike Evans, and he had said yes then, and I never pulled the trigger. Ooh, Like he was going to do it. He is a Tampa guy. Like he, the the kid who the kid who owns the player in our league actually is from Florida. But so, I'll tell you what. Well, right yeah, yeah, so he's he's a homer. See the homers. You always got to uh, target these pricks because there's there it gets skewed. Their fantasy you know vision gets skewed by you know I got a guy who loves the Cowboys, so it's kind of like okay you know Demarco Murray, Des Bryant, Tony Romo. I mean he'll reach for a guy like Tony Romo, you know, and we'll all laugh because he's a homer. That's just what he does. But the thing about it now is with Josh McCown back, he's a much better, more serviceable NFL quarterback than Mike Lennon is. So that's why I like Mike Evans a little bit. Besides being six foot five, two hundred thirty pounds, I mean, you, that's a disaster to try. I'm a former defensive back, and the taller receivers, you know, your Elshons, your uh, Megatrons, those guys are a disaster to cover. This week on DraftKings, Mike Evans, $6,800. He's projected for 16.7 points. He's going against the 15th-ranked um, defense in Washington as far as pass coverage. So, right. They're, right. they're, they're, not, they're in the middle of the road. But hands all day, he can go up and get it. And I'll tell you a guy who was compared to him, which was an absolute atrocity. And this we could play another little trivia game. I'll describe this, Brick, and you tell me if you know who I'm talking about. Every year, the collective experts try and shove a guy down our throats. Last year, it was Kembrell Tompkins who was on the Patriots. I don't know if you remember. They cut him. He's barely hanging on to a roster spot in goddamn Oakland now. 
And this year, it's a wide receiver in the NFC North. Every guru's talking about him. They got a gigantic heart on for this brick, and he's done nothing. You know who I'm talking about? You're not talking about uh, Kelvin Johnson, are you? I'm talking about Cordero Patterson. Okay. Minnesota Vikings drop him totally over this guy. Everybody was so excited. And the crazy thing about it is he's got a rookie quarterback. And uh, once Adrian Peterson, you know, whacked his four-year-old toddler in the beanbag with a tree branch, he's gone. This guy's value completely went down. Every week I'm on the website looking up. They're saying, oh, yeah, Cordero Patterson, Cordero Patterson. He's done nothing. Same thing with that other prick, uh, Bishop Stanky, on the Tennessee Titans. It's like they want to force certain guys down your throat, and you watch them play, and they just don't pass the eye test. I always tell my buddy Jimbo, I says, hey, you don't get fantasy points for picking up a block or a good third-down blitz or any of these other football plays. you got to score the ball and gain yards, you know? Definitely. I'm going to run down you my, my DraftKings team right now, and you tell me who you like the best on that team and who you think the weakest spot is. Um, all right, here we go. My quarterback this week, taking a bit of a risk. I'm going Phillip Rivers. Uh, my running backs are uh, LeVon Bell, Mark Ingram. My receivers, Kelvin Benjamin, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones. My tight end is going to be Michael Rivera from uh, Oakland. Uh, my flex is Pierre Gargon, and uh, my defense is the Broncos. Uh, I'm not crazy about the Philip Rivers matchup. Uh, I'm not – what is it, Oakland he's got coming up? Or? It is Oakland, yeah. yeah okay, and he's due and for a bounce-back uh, game. Um, yeah, yeah, he kind of he is due for – okay, and then uh, what's your running back situation? It's Bell and Ingram, and I have a feeling Ingram, he's questionable right now. He's he limited practice with a shoulder. Um, if he plays, I have a feeling he's going to have a massive game. Who are they playing against? They're playing Cincinnati. Yeah, he's been uh, – you got to worry about the tread on the tires, too, because, you know, they've been giving that kid the rock a hell of a lot in New Orleans. Yeah. And, and then uh, problem starting a receiver and a running back from the same team. I, I'm very uncomfortable doing that. And this week, you know, I got uh, Antonio Brown and I got Bell as my running back. But we're playing Tennessee, so. Yeah, you know what scares me about uh, Antonio Brown more so than Le'Veon? Because Le'Veon is the type of player, you know, he's this kid's got the Barry Sanders juke button. He can catch the ball in the backfield, make guys miss, can, you know, gain 25 yards, 35 yards, three and a half points, four points, you know, add up to a 12, 15-point game. And then you look at all the different wide receivers, especially this Martavis Bryant. This kid's come along so well, and he's got the good juju with Roethlisberger that uh, Antonio Brown, it's hard not to start him, but, again, it's kind of like how much love is he going to see, how many targets, is he going to actually convert? And uh, if you're scared about starting two guys on the same roster, I always go for the guy that's going to touch the rock more. Case is Le'Veon Bell. And, you know, Antonio Brown, that, that prick can't be cheap. I would imagine he's a top uh, wide receiver play. Yeah. Yeah, Antonio Brown, definitely. Um, if I were to get rid of Brown, I, I, I'd want to pick up about $500 so I could pick up Matthews, um, which would mean... Uh, dropping down to, say, a Mike Evans 
who, who you were high and on. And, hey, you know, you don't, if you don't feel comfortable about Matthews, I mean, Matthews was like my gem of last week. You know, you don't have to – I'm just saying, going forward, that that kid's a specimen, and he's got the – you know, when you got Mojo with your quarterback, it's like they say about Phillip Rivers and uh, Antonio Gates, you know, like he could catch it blindfolded. The timing is so good with these pricks, you know, that's special. And when you're working on it and you've got that mojo going in practice, I like it going forward. Now, for this week, like I said, Packers, defense, are they the real deal? I don't know. i tell you one thing I saw that kind of blew my mind. This Chip Kelly offense, they do an offensive play every 22 seconds. Yeah. So these specimens are in shape, and they're moving, and they're going fast. And a lot of these defenses got their hands on their knees, and they're sucking O's, and they're not conditioned which is kind of another reason these Philadelphia Eagles are fun to watch for fantasy, boy. They're sexy. Yeah. Tom, I got to ask you right now real quick. Uh, thank you so much for the idea. I've, I've offered A.J. Green for Mike Evans, but my team right now, who is another guy that, that I could just grab right now? Because I'm in first place, and I've spent a long time playing fantasy not doing so well. And I think I can hold on to one of the four out of ten spots available for the playoffs, but who who's the other guy that I should grab for this? You're talking about maybe getting another, like a, a two-for-one on A.J., well, another guy? Like, yeah, my running backs are not necessarily reliable. I've gotten a lot of points out of Arian Foster and Giovanni Bernard. I also oh, but have you know what, buddy, buddy, but... Lawrenson, Lawrenson. Yeah, Bernard, yeah, yeah. the hip is not healthy, buddy. Anybody that's had a bad hip will tell you, these things take a few weeks, and he has not practiced at all. I know. I I understand that. That's why I'm looking for you for help. I need who who's the guy? Is there a running back out there? Is there is there? Can I offer AJ Green for a running back? What 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 should I do? I mean, ideally, you would want. I don't know when your trade deadline is, but you would want AJ to have at least maybe one more good game, and then maybe get a number one running back for the prick. But I don't know if those waters, you know, that ship has sailed. I mean, yeah. the hot wing hopping ginger, this kid can't even uh, throw the ball. He's, he's looking like a Jay Cutler. It's just completely oh, lost. You don't so I don't want to shit on his fantasy value right now, but uh, I don't know if you're going to get a number one running back for him. The guy that you mentioned last week, who I want to talk about too, again, really briefly, and I think you might have him on your roster, is Carlos Hyde. Now, you know, I, I don't have the magic eight ball to say Frank Gore is going to get 24 carries like he did last week. But don't forget, Carlos Hyde, four carries, still stuck in the end zone. And if you saw that run, I mean, he had a cutback. This kid's the future in San Francisco. And I always think about Frank Gore, like, how does this guy keep doing it? I mean, when is he going to break down and the hammy going to pop? And Carlos Hyde is somebody that I want going down the stretch. And you already got him. Thank you. I think you just saved me here, actually. That is in the other league. I really need a, le- a win there as well, but I currently have a waiver request in. The waiver comes up tomorrow. The waiver comes up tomorrow. So I'm going to go back and rescind uh, giving him up, and I'm going to see if I can change that up a little. How do we feel yeah, about Edelman this week versus the Colts? Who? Uh, Edelman from uh, New England. You know, uh, I like Edelman. He's, he, it's another story where he's got some rapport with his quarterback. And, uh, you know, New England, they're playing pretty good. I'm looking forward to uh, to watching watching that game. I love watching Andrew Luck play. I'm a defensive guy, but Andrew Luck is the future. I mean, this kid has been a pleasure to watch. Uh, 
when you're the Washington Redskins and you're stuck with RG3, and then you got to turn on uh, the highlights on Sunday night and see what this kid has done every week, you just got to be crying yourself to sleep if you're a Redskins fan. Absolutely, man. Hey, do you have any uh, hidden gems this week? You got a gem for us? You know what? Uh, this week, uh, not necessarily any hidden gems. I just think uh, if Clark can pull that trace. See, this is the problem. I heard you sighing when he was talking about being in first place. So I didn't realize you two pricks are con- competing. You guys are oh, in the yeah, same yeah, league. You want to you know about this prick right here? Last week, I dropped the number firebomb out there. You you back it up by telling you you like those guys and they follow you. Two days later, Al Archer says to me he's on number fire now. So I'm giving <laughs> shit away myself here. Yeah, but I actually yeah, you know, reaching off them for that's information. The thing, though, you know, it's like uh, it sounds like he he wants that championship. You know, you can't put it past these guys. When it comes to a fantasy football championship, it's serious business, especially when you're playing uh, with your bros. You know, bragging rights, laughers, cocktails, all kinds of crazy side bets getting involved. You know, absolutely it's, uh, steak dinners. It's fantastic. Listen, gentlemen, I got my goddamn attorney calling me right now because my second ex-wife's a fucking disaster. So let me take this call. It's been a pleasure. All right. Take care, brother. Best of luck to you. You got it, guys. Good luck this week. Bear down. Take it easy. That boy's one mean motherfucker. There you go. Jesus. Tom Tabertowski. I didn't believe in him last week, man, and I apologize. Yeah, no, you got to. I'm sorry. It's like, hey, I didn't believe in your numbers, Fire. Oh, here's interesting. Uh Uh-oh. I did a Numbers I did fire. an experiment this week. Yeah, and uh, you should you should be interested in this. All right, I I I put I submitted four teams into uh, into the league uh, DraftKings. One of them was the exact projected team of Pro Football Focus, their pay service. Okay. The other one was the exact projected team of Fire and okay. uh, Number Fire and their pay service. And then two others were kind of variations of. Okay. My top team was a variation of. Um, Wow. Of Pro Football Focus. Okay. Pro Football Focus, I think, put up 184 fantasy points. Right. Fantasy Fire put up 174. So they were both in the same ballpark. Pro Football Focus actually outperformed them, though. Okay. So no, wow. neither neither of them put up money, though. So That's a nice move. That's a very nice move. Just interesting kind of. And I'll I'll keep everyone updated weekly as to kind of who's who's doing what. So you can know which service to go with in the future if you're looking to invest. Because I don't think you should ever play blind. I think you should have some sort of uh, source. And it may even be subscribing to the NFL Network on uh, Sirius. You know, you may have a fantasy podcast, a free podcast. It might be this show right here where you're getting your information. But you should be getting information from somewhere. You should be hearing what people are saying. Um, Yeah, yeah. Hey, we got a couple minutes left. 888-787-4827. If you're listening live, uh, like I said, you can always tweet us. I am at Clark in Chicago. My partner here is at Larcher Than Life. And then we are Larcher Lawrence. And there's no and in between it there at all. Hey, um, and what uh, we have Tom T's. His was uh, at Tom TFF Guru. Boom. Yeah. Only one you. Only there, one you. Yeah, right. there, there aren't 16 of them. Last week I had forgotten the you. Hey. Al, what do you think here coming into a uh, little WWE? Mm-hmm. Um, they're building their team. They are. Their teams. It's time. The Survivor Series. Only one team can survive. Only one man gets through the matches, right? Isn't that how it is? You, 
you can get, oh, no, once one team is totally defeated. Then that they, they, have team to, wins, they have to yeah. pin them all. To I've always loved the Survivor Series con, uh, concept. I watched an old one on the network the other day. Oh, from God, how? 1988. It was, was it like watching a cartoon? It was surprisingly adult. Really? Yeah. It wasn't a comic book? It wasn't like... Well, the show started off with uh, the president, Jack Tunney. Oh. They showed video footage of Jake the Snake Roberts in the ring. Macho Man's trapped in the ropes. Jake the Snake drops a King Cobra on the mat, yeah. you know, with a big flare-up. And the snake goes and really bites uh, Macho Man. Like, Jake kind of forces the snake into his area, but the, oh, I, the snake bites yeah, him for no, real. I remember that. There's blood coming out of uh, Macho Man's eyes. Yeah. They, they have to get the snake out of there. Yes, yes. So the, the pay-per-view starts off with Jack Tunney saying, uh, the president at that time of the WWE, saying, I have made a mistake. I see the errors of my ways as a leader. I should have never allowed snakes at ringside. From now on, there's a reptile ban on all reptiles at ringside during how, wrestling events. How did how did this sell to us? I, I remember this. It was a huge storyline. It, was, it big. was big. Well, Macho Man had lost the year prior how to Warrior. There was a snake biting a man live in the ring. Well, what happened was the year prior, Macho Man lost to the Ultimate Warrior in a retirement match. So Macho Man couldn't wrestle anymore. He was retired. So you had to get the fans to say, oh, my God, reinstate him. Otherwise, yeah. they screwed those people on the money. You know, wrestling is all about selling. So they made it where Jake the Snake gets bitten by the snake, and then they put a poll on their website, or I don't even think they had a 1-800 number back then, and 90% of the people called, and they want, Jay, they want Randy Savage reinstated. Oh Randy Savage was reinstated. Oh. And then one of the greatest moments I forgot as a child, Hulk Hogan oh boy. goes on Paul Bearer's, uh, funeral parlor, and it's all smoky and creepy, and uh, Paul Bearer is there, and he's talking to Hulk Hogan, and guess who comes out? Uh, the Undertaker? For the first time ever, the real world's champion, Ric Flair, comes out, oh my gets gosh. into Hulk Hogan's face with the NWA title, and says, I'm the real champion, you're a chump, you've been avoiding me for years, Hogan, you, Hulkamania, is about time. to die, Woo! about to Woo! die. Styling, profiling. And, that, and then you know what happens next? Throwing stones. Hogan gives him a clothesline, gives him a big boot, leg drop, no. it's over. All of a sudden, the coffin opens, and out from the coffin Baker. enters the scary-ass Undertaker, yeah. who you, you, still creepy as hell, grabs Hogan, beats him down. Him and Flair beat down Hogan, and Hulkamania was going to die, which was supposed to set up Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair at WrestleMania 8. But because of egos, that match never happened. And guess who was at that arena? Guess who was there? In Indianapolis, Indiana? You were at I was. Eight. I saw, I saw Ric Flair beat. It was beat. set up to see AWA, WCW's best thing yes. ever against the man who mainstreamed wrestling, Hulk Hogan. Yep. Who's the underdog there? It's Flair, right? We're out of time. Partner, you brought it up first here. And they, they tried to kill Hogan. Yeah, Hogan was beat down by Flair. Yeah, Hulkamania was dead. What is this? What are we listening to? 30 seconds left, guys. Here, Al This is Hulk Hogan in the wrestling boot band, and this is Hulkster in Heaven that he wrote for a fan. Yeah, he wrote this. This came out in 1995, and he wrote this song for a fan. Um, 
who, who had passed away earlier of unknown diseases. We don't know. And that's why the line in this song was, you will never play at work. I'll take wow. a look. Guys, have a good night. Thanks for listening to the live show. Catch this on the overtime on the podcast real quick. Hulkster's in the house. American May. Yeah. Hulkster's back, and there's going to be trouble. Al, you're going to have to read the, the inside linear at some point tonight. I'd, Can I read it to the people in overtime? This was just about... Yeah, of course. Of course. Wait, hang on. Let's give this. Give Hulk Hogan his due. He wrote this song, Hulkster in Heaven. You my friend. Seriously. This is better than David Hasselhoff. My boss gave it to me. And he just... He found the cassette yesterday, and I have a cassette player. So this CD, my friend, I already... I have it digitally. That CD is yours, brother. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Do you, do you have any way to play it? Still? Do you have a CD player? <coughs> I don't know the answer to that. Okay. I think I do. I think. I have boxes and boxes and boxes of CDs, though. This will definitely go in the black. Oh, my God. Feel free to tweet us your favorite song off of Hulk Hogan's Hulk Rules album and the Wrestling Boot Band. And if you turn around and see... One member, I can't remember who it is. The other member of the wrestling boot band, Jimmy Hart. The other member, Linda Balea, also known as Linda Hogan. Yeah, we know Linda now. That's her on background. uh, Oh, she was wearing those big boobies, singing away? Just singing away. I couldn't believe it. That looks like like the daughter, if you don't look at it right away. Wow. What what was that? Oh, is there a picture back there? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, there's a picture on the back of the the other part. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. But, wow, yeah. See those. So it's Select Records at the time, Al. Mm-hmm. Select Records also had other acts like the Jerky Boys. Oh, love the Jerky Boys. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. Um, it was the Jerky Boys and a couple of these other bands, just really similar to that. It's silly. Absolutely silly. I found it. I never knew it existed. I didn't either. This is a, a historical item. This is Kid and Play, Chub Rock, and then they grabbed Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Band. And didn't Kid and Play do a, a WrestleMania? I don't. That was Run DMC. That. It was Run DMC. Sure. They, they yeah, stopped and they did it like. And your girl Monsoon was like, "Oh, I don't know about these guys. Not my kind of music." The linears. Oh, go ahead. All right. Here's the here's the uh, the notes here. Millions of adults and children in the United States and around the world know that Hulk Hogan is the most powerful force in the universe. They are the Hulkamaniacs, and little Hulkamaniacs have cheered Hulk Hogan on to victory and world championship wrestling championships in the 80s and 90s. Now Hulk Hogan, who has vanquished bad guys in the ring, set live attendance records. Pinned a giant, conquered pay-per-views, made movies, hosted Saturday Night Live, donated his time to over a dozen Make-A-Wish Foundation, and in that decade has been their most requested human being, and been on all sorts of merchandise, shirts, buttons, action figures, bandanas, and now in New Dimension, his first music album. Hulk Hogan, Hulk Rules, brings a new dimension to the Hulkamania phenomenon as huge pythons wrap themselves around the world of music and bring it into Hulk Hogan's control. The album is being released through Select Records, a very hip, cutting-edge record label 
the home of the Jerky Boys, Kid and Play, Chub Rock, AMG, and many other record industry success stories. Hulk rules, Hulk raps, Hulk delivers, a poignant ballot. He is accomplished by the man most often at his side, the mouth of the South, his manager, Jimmy Hart, who began in music as a member of the Gentries, the lovely and talented Linda Bolea, and also the very talented musician, J.J. McGuire. Oh, yeah. Hulk, Jimmy, and J.J. co-wrote all the songs on the album. I'm sure Hogan did a lot. Including Hulk's theme song, American Made, and the catchy, I Want to Be a Hulkamania. Lyrics only for for the Hulk, sir. Music is not new to Hulkamania. He actually started as a bass player before turning to professional wrestling. He, you do see him with a guitar. You've seen it. I've seen he's, him with a guitar. He's done sure. the guitar. Uh, the song American Made, the one that used for his WCW ring entrance uh-huh. in there, that's on there. Oh, so this was right about that time. He huh? wasn't the singer on it. Yeah, it was just when he was still red and yellow, just starting that. That's why I didn't know if you knew it either. I was concerned because I had never heard of it, and my, my boss referenced it the other day. It's absolutely phenomenal. Wow. Well, thank you, Clark. That was uh, very nice. Uh, it's a fun piece of... History in the WWE. When's that next pay-per-view? God, the, it's free this month. Anybody can get it. You just sign mm-hmm. up, WWE, you don't pay anything, and uh, you could get it. And, uh, well, it's. Uh, I think it's not this Sunday, maybe next. Okay. I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. All right. I'm just trying to see if Edelman... The one thing I've learned about uh, the Patriots is you can kind of know what their game plan is based on past game plans. Like Belichick, if Belichick beat the Colts, which he did, he beat Andrew Luck's Colts, forty-three to twenty-two last year. Okay, that might have been the playoff game. All right. Um, you know, you could kind of see who he threw to. Who, who did he use as running back? Was it a run game, pass game? So, oh, kind of looking right now. Andrew Luck had a big game. That's a nice catch right there. They might, they might catch the same. Ooh, Tom Brady threw no touchdown passes in that game. Wow. No, I'll take it. And they rushed the ball. They, New England put up 166 yards with one running back, Blunt, and 52 yards with another, and 17 yards with Vereen. So it was all run. So I'm going to stay away from Edelman. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, last week, um, Dr. Johnson, when we were talking Cubs, brought up a fellow by the name of uh, Zimmerman out of Washington. And uh, just two days ago, it was brought up that uh, they were already talking about it. Those rumors were shot down later, but uh, Dr. Johnson, he knows the type of guy that the Cubs could go after. Other people are thinking the same thing. Yeah. And uh, it was really good to have him on to talk about it. This week's the latest on the Cubs rumor thread. They're the talk of the town. They're one of them. The Bears they aren't are. performing, so you've got to talk about it. They, this town used to only talk about the Web Boys, it, but now it's, it's all about the it's Cubs. It's kind of working out with the timing for the direction of the team for the Bears to be so bad because now there's more Cubs talking going on. And, uh, you know, Lester's going to visit next week. The word is that uh, the Pirates are still on, in on Russell Martin, but I've been hearing lately the inside sources are saying the Cubs are going to get Russell Martin. All right, well, that would be a huge score. Well, I'm not sure about it. That's pitching, right? Bringing a little pitching? Uh, Russell Martin's the catcher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to have a good catcher in order catcher. to pitch. Sure. Lester's the pitcher. Sure, sure, okay. Al, you're, you're, you're more of a like a general manager, a business manager. Like, uh, right, know, right, right. You can run the, the whole show. You, you do fine. All right, man. Well, next week, um, you're banned. You're officially fired because... Uh, because I'm firing everybody. Everything is fired. If they wouldn't do it, then everybody is. So what are you doing? What's going on? It's going to be a larger sports show? Yeah, maybe. We'll see. 
Get to work out some details. That'd be all right. Got to sign some contracts, see what's going on. But I understand. Definitely a possibility. Hey, we hope you enjoyed listening to us right here. If so, maybe hit that subscribe button. And you know what? Do us a favor. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and let's grow this thing. We're not looking for you to come through our Amazons on our pages or anything. All we want from you is to tell a friend. Just let's grow this thing. Let's grow it together organically and let's let's make magic. I am a big fan of growing things organically. At Larger Lawrence on Twitter, as I said. Find us on Facebook. Find us there. He is at Larger Than Life on Twitter. That's Al Larger. My name's Clark Lawrence Clark in Chicago on Twitter. Have a good night. Thanks. Thank you, Warren. Thanks, Warren. Good night. <laughs>